welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. Welcome back to Adam's Rib, episode 103, Be at His Throne. Again, thank you to everyone that's just been trucking with us through all these episodes, all these years. I said all these years, like it's been like several years, but it has been two. It's been two. Yeah. New listeners, welcome to Adam's Rib. We are a Christian podcast talking about Christian things, mainly geared towards women. Mm -hmm. I'm Lindsay. Obviously, she is Jessica. (laughs) You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You can follow us on Facebook, Adam's Rib Podcast. We're also on Twitter, Adam's Rib Podcast. We have a website, adamsribpodcast.com. We have a blog that comes out any Wednesday, so subscribe to that. And this episode... um, I think it was my idea. Was this my idea? This was okay, yours. But this was an excellent idea. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It's because, you know, we bounce off ideas just because I love ideas and I have a lot of ideas. But I think this mm-hmm. one was my idea. And I just felt like us as women, we don't sit at God's feet enough. That's yeah. why I want to call it be at his throne. Yeah. We just how often can we truly say that we sit at God's feet mm-hmm. daily, monthly, mm-hmm. weekly? Like how often if you truly evaluate yourself, how often do you feel like you do that? And I ask that because I don't think most women honestly sit at God's feet all the time. Mm -hmm. And as women, we're always so busy. Mm -hmm. We're caught up in our daily lives and we forget or we neglect to come to God's throne and converse with him. Mm -hmm. Just him and I, you know, it's it's easy to say, oh, I go to church. You're not conversing with God at church. You're getting fed. Yeah. But you're not spending that true quality time with him. That's just my opinion. Maybe that's just my church experience. No, 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 no. I would agree with that. And so when I say at his throne, I truly mean being in his presence. And the Bible, when I was reading um, scriptures, it really references the throne in a few different ways. Um, Like Jesus calls heaven God's throne in Matthew. And when the Bible speaks of God's throne, it's emphasizing that God's, you know, his transcendence, his dignity, his sovereignty, his faithfulness. And so it's not something literal, literal, literal. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Anyway. Mm -hmm. But when we fail to come to to his throne and be at his feet, I feel like we're just missing out on so much that God has for us. And so there's so many of us, you know, waiting. I'm waiting on my sign. I'm Mm. waiting on my purpose. I'm waiting on a vision. And God has all that already for you, and he wants to reveal it to you. But you can only be revealed at his throne. Yes. Yes. You know what? So, (coughs) excuse me. Um. In the beginning, what you said is like sometimes as women, we don't always make the time. We don't have enough time because we, you know, for me, I'm raising kids. Mm-hmm. I work. I have an organization. I, Aren't you uh, in school too? Yeah. yeah. In school. Got a boyfriend. Got a friend. Just like it's, it's like I wear all these hats. You know, I'm I'm peacemaker in the family when things are going kind of crazy with the extended family. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to call Jessica to kind of. Make things peaceful and happy again. And so I have all these responsibilities and I have all these roles and everything. And so what ends up happening is that I end up neglecting the time that I'm supposed to give Mm -hmm. to God and myself. Yeah. And so, um, you know, when you when you came with this idea, I was like, I actually 
felt convicted mm-hmm. because I'm like, I couldn't even tell you the last time I've actually just right. went before God <laughs> and just yeah. laid at his feet and yeah. just and just poured my soul to God and allowed him to pour back into me. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, church is not really that moment. Mm-hmm. I, I personally agree with you. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like church is the place for more or less communication and and really pouring out to God, but I do believe that that's the place where you get refueled. Yeah, you know, you get you get that pour. Yeah, it's like a gas you know, station. Yeah, yeah. You get poured. <laughs> you, you get poured into. Yeah. you get refueled. You get refilled. But in that quiet time, when the kids are sleeping, when you and your boy booed and got off the phone, mm-hmm. or if you're married, your husband and he's in the bed knocked yeah. out, but you're still awake. And your spirit just can't seem to get any rest. Those are the moments mm-hmm. that you're supposed to fall before God and just have that time. Because the thing is, we get so consumed with our roles and our hats that we forget about the fact that we are still God's daughter. Yeah. We are still mm-hmm. a daughter of the king. And we neglect that role. Yeah. We have a responsibility to our father. Exactly. Just like you would your earthly father. Exactly. exactly. And when I hear the word throne, I automatically think of like a special seat, like, you know, mm-hmm. reserved for royalty, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. But what, what I feel like a lot of us don't realize is that that seat is reserved for us because we are considered royalty. And so when we have access to this seat all the time, but we're failing to utilize it. And then we wonder why we feel like, our anointing isn't strong. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to the throne of God, he wants all of you. Yeah. The good, the bad, the petty, the ugly, the, the pretty, the rude, the faithful, the fearful. He wants all of that. That's right. So, so many of us are not willing to face our pain, so we're refusing to go to the throne. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten so distracted by technology, television, wrong crowds that we're completely negating the very resource that we seek in all other places but at God's feet. Yeah. And so... You know, I think we as people, especially as women, we crave intimacy, intimacy, right? And I don't mean sexually, but right. relationally, we crave intimacy. That closeness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God is the is the exact same way with us. So when I think of intimacy, intimacy into me, see. That's yeah. what I think of. And mm-hmm. so God wants your heart. I, this is moving me. Look. <laughs> God wants your heart. So let's put it like this. Someone will never see your heart or know your heart through a text. <laughs> And that's why we keep building these empty relationships with people because we're trying to build something through a text message. Mm -hmm. And I can't read your eyes, your tone, your body language through a text message. Mm -hmm. So the deepest relationships aren't through text. It's through tears. Mm -hmm. But bring your tears to the throne. Stop running from your pain and run to the throne. Girl, you just spoke something right I spoke to myself on this. You just said something. Look, don't get me started. No, (laughs) because let me tell you something. So I'm not kidding. Just had a conversation with one of my best friends in the whole world. She's going through some things. And as she was sharing to me, God just kind of came over me. And I ended up just speaking into speaking over her. And one of the things that I told her is that you are seeking somebody to heal you. You're seeking a person to heal some hurt that they didn't even cause. You're seeking healing from a person that doesn't have the power to heal you mm. because you keep yeah. running to these these guys. You keep running to the daddy that rejected you. Mm. You keep running to all these different individuals. You keep running to me. Right. <laughs> and don't get what it twisted. What am I going to do, right? I love you. Yeah. I love you with every fiber of my body. You're my sister. But at the end of the day, you are seeking your you are seeking something that only God can do. Yeah. 
And so in the the time, and I and I I posed this question to her. I said, the time that it takes you to send that text to that guy that you really want to be to comfort you in the moment, mm-hmm. the time that it takes you to send that text to me, that long dissertation right, of a text books, message yeah. that you send me, <laughs> because honey, you, I'm gonna do that. Stop girl, sending these dissertations and text, girl. I love my boo, but she knows she can give a long, lengthy one. Like, it's the one that, like, you got to tap the arrow to go to another page because it's that long. Um, But I said the time that you took to to compose those messages and to send out those messages Mm. and and send out that SOS, how long would it have taken you to go before God, just to follow in your face and go before God? I said we are in, we, we as women, we are too busy looking for the fixer to be somebody right here on mm-hmm. earth when the only person that can fix most of the hurt that we feel yeah. because most of the hurt that, and most of the pain that we as women carry comes from something deep mm-hmm. comes from a deep cut. It comes from something that, that these current people in your life didn't even do, but we want these current people in our lives to, to fix, fix it. This. Yep. They want that. We want these current people to heal us, but all we have to do is just go before the throne of god and just say lord hear my cry yeah he's that he ain't never gonna turn you away he's not going to reject you he's not going to turn you away he's not gonna say he's not gonna turn his ears off to you he's going to listen he's gonna give you that intimacy that you crave mm-hmm. he's gonna hold you when you feel like nobody else can hold you stop let it. me stop right. i'm about to cry let me stop stop that i'm gonna go <laughs> well when you were talking i was thinking about you know, we always say, oh, God, use me. We always want God to use us. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we say we want intimacy with God, but we're not willing to do the work required for intimacy. Again, Ooh. into me, see. Mm-hmm. So, again, God wants your heart. When women claim that they want God to use them, they're not realizing that that is basically a type of ministry. Mm-hmm. It can be the smallest task. It can be the smallest talent. Mm-hmm. It can even be for a season. But it's still ministry, y'all. Yeah. So, ministry requires vulnerability it calls for power through your pain that you're not to even take into the throne so how's god gonna use you if you're not taking that pain and releasing it at the at the throne Mm -hmm. so god's calling you to his throne so that you so that he can use you but you have to be completely honest with god and yourself when god calls you that obviously means that you haven't arrived yet jessica jessica if I'm call- no, I'm saying if I'm calling mm-hmm. you, that means you ain't you ain't here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I use that example. But yes. No, I'm <laughs> feeling right you. next to me. I'm feeling so, you. So again, you know, when God's calling you, that obviously means that you haven't arrived yet. So mm-hmm. if I'm outside at my parents' house and my father calls me from upstairs, I have to walk up the driveway, through the door, down the hallway, and up the stairs to get to the- to get to him. Mm. Yes. It was a journey, mm-hmm. but my father mm. will be waiting on me mm. and he can only call me because I wasn't there yet. Y'all so yeah. many of us are being tugged at by God because he keeps calling you because you haven't arrived yet. <laughs> you better stop. I am a stop. Listen, <laughs> so as you're talking, right, <laughs> when you were talking about that whole thing and we want God to use us. Whew, so this one came over me because this is something <laughs> that I do. Mm-hmm. I, this is something that I do, and this is something that I literally went to into 30 days of fasting and praying to try she to She wrote a blog about that. I did. Go back to the blog on the website. Yes. <laughs> we always want God to use us, but we don't even use God what he's, for what he's Girl, doing. Girl, 
Say that again. I'm like dead serious. <laughs> we always talking about God use me. God reveal my purpose. Why am I here? What do you need me to do, Father? Mm-hmm. What do you? And that's all good that you yeah. want to be used by God, but you don't even use God for what He's good for. Right. <laughs> so when you are hurting, when you need somebody to talk to, when you need that ear, when you need that shoulder. You don't even turn to the one person that you know is going to be faithful to yeah. you, that you know is available. We don't always go to use... the person that's let you down a million times. Well, well, he's changed. He's different now. He's been renewed. He Maybe he has, now. but too little, too late. Right. Anyway, he he listens to me a little differently. Right. So, but then, but what I, what I do know, what I do know <laughs> is in these moments, and this is what I'm guilty of, when I'm always asking God to use me for something, right? Mm-hmm. I'm only asking God to put a different to to for additional roles to distract me from the things that really are hurting me. Mm, because that's powerful. Because when you really go before God and lay all your stuff at his feet and I mean your stuff. Right. <laughs> that means that you're exposing yourself to mm-hmm. something. You're being vulnerable and vulnerability hurts. Yeah. It's scary. It's a scary place. Mm-hmm. Vulnerability can be such a scary place, but we don't like to be afraid. Mm-hmm. We like to be tough. We like to be strong. We like to think we're super independent women. Yeah. We got this. So instead of going before God and just bearing and bear, bearing all and just being naked before your God, mm-hmm. before your father, we ask for more responsibility right. to distract us from. That's good, Jess. Jesse, that's good. <laughs> all right. Because I feel like women, we feel like we have to have this facade that everything in our life is perfect. It's okay. Yeah. But it's okay not to be okay. Okay. <laughs> Girl, get it? Okay, okay. Like you said, you know, we're afraid to be vulnerable and honest for fear that other women or other people may judge us or that the church won't use us. Mm -hmm. The problem with that, though, is that we bring this same phony and fakeness to the throne. And when you finally have have arrived, God doesn't recognize you no more because you're all covered with this fig leaves like Eve was in the garden with all your with all your phoniness. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm Because you got this facade to other people, you trying to facade God, and now you come up to His throne. He's like, "Who you? Right? You know, show me you. Right? So come boldly, come honest, be honest with God, and keep it real. God already know you fooling anyway. He knows you ain't (laughs) coming authentic, so He doesn't want you at want you when you're all well put together mm-hmm, right. god don't even really want us like that yeah and if you ever notice he can't use you if you know it all exactly yeah. and if you have ever noticed god uses you when you are at your worst he does i was suicidal we just had an ep- 100th episode we yes. just had an episode about that this woman was, di- <laughs> was going through cancer yeah. was told she was out of here right but instead that's when god decided to mm-hmm. use her yeah i was suicidal and that's when god decided to use mm-hmm. me i didn't even think i was an Kid, option kids here aunt was in, in prison. prison and that's With when no he chances of getting that. right and that's when he used <laughs> her and so you got to understand god ain't trying he ain't really checking for you when you so well put together anyway mm-hmm. he wants you when you're at your worst yeah he wants you when you are raw when you are vulnerable when you are naked because he can take that little raw piece of clay mm-hmm. and make it exactly what he needs anyway but when you go before god when you think you all that and when you so okay <laughs> you're not giving God anything to work with. God is not getting ready to use you to promote food, to, to promote phoniness. Yeah, right. Exactly. He, he, that's not what he wants. We can't continue to act all powerful and mighty publicly if you're not willing to be weak privately. Girl. That's really what it comes down to. Woo! 
So to be at God's throne and to walk in ministry and to walk in your purpose requires, like Jessica said, that you are stripped of everything. everything. A doctor can't treat the problem if you still have your clothes on. Girl. God can't fill you up if you're not willing to become stripped. And this can only take place at his throne. Mm-hmm. Deliverance mm-hmm. is at his throne. Healing. Breakthrough. trans. Girl, it's all at his throne. Jesus we might have himself, to pray before I, this episode is over. Right. We might have to pray. I even said this at Easter in our strong. Easter episode. Jesus himself died naked. Jesus himself was stripped for his purpose, and the only thing that got covered was the blood he shed for us. So mm. people always bring up Jesus's miracles and all that he did as a prophet, which is well and good. Mm-hmm. But the true gospel is when he chose to be naked on that cross. Girl. Jesus said to pick up your cross and follow me and I'll show you how to bear it. I take that as meet me at the throne. Meet That's how I take the that. Because sometimes me. the purpose that oh. you're trying to fulfill in your life doesn't work because you're not willing to strip. And you tell everyone about your faith, including God, but don't tell him about your fears. Mm-hmm. When God calls you, he calls all of you. Why do we try to hide from a person who knows everything about us anyway? I don't know. We try <laughs> to hide things from God. But he's the person that's going to fix it. Right. He's the person you that's going to... You see her gonna... face right now. She's like, I'm just so confused. Because this, this is so real. Like, <laughs> I didn't even expect to get all of this. Like, I, I didn't know this was going to come out of me on this particular episode. But I was oh, feeling this one. This is like, so, ladies, stop hiding from God. You can't hide from the man that created you. He was mm-hmm. the one that knitted you together in your mother's womb. Yeah. Before your mother and father on earth knew who you were or what you was going to be, God already knew. God already knew what you was going to go through. He already knew the, the things that were going to break you apart and the things that were going to wear you down. He already knew that you were going to try to put on a facade like you okay when he knows you're not okay. Yeah. We got to stop hiding and putting on all these layers and we have to strip ourselves mm-hmm. of all these things and just stand there before God and let him work. Mm-hmm. Let him be God. He is the great I am for a reason Mm -hmm. because there's things that he can do that no man on earth could ever do for you. Yo, boo can't do for you what God can do for you. Yo, Bay makes a horrible God. Bay makes a horrible (laughs) God. But those are those are the men that we put all our faith in and we worship what they can do. And we put all our hope in what the Bay can do. Mm -hmm. But no, Bay ain't God. Right. (laughs) Bay can only do so much. Bay can have six, seven figures in the account. But at the end of the day, those there's nothing that he can buy. Yeah. (laughs) That's going to give you your peace. Yeah. Right. Okay. Come on, somebody. I'm going to leave it with this. We need to be done. I'm going to leave it with this. So I want you to, to take this. Do I have on makeup? You have to no. wipe your eyes. I know, right? Do I put on makeup on the day? I'm going to leave it with this. God's throne is a place of power and authority. God's throne is a place of majesty and honor. God's throne is a place of perfect justice. God's throne is a place of sovereignty. It's a place of praise. It's a place of purity. It's a place of grace. It's a place of eternal life. So I'm going to challenge all of y'all to just lay it at God's feet. It's not going to be pretty at first, but you'll turn out just the way God intended for you to turn out in the end. Oh, my God. You got anything else? Girl, I I always like to end it with a list. All I'm saying is just 
You know, right now, God, I just ask you to come against any spirit that mm. was that holds us back from just bearing all to you. We know that you are the one that's going to fix it. We know you're the one that's going to turn it around. We know that you're the one that's going to give us our peace, that's going to give us our rest, that's going to give us our, take us to our destinies. You are the one that's going to bless us. Our blessings lie within you. So, yes. God, anything that the enemy is trying to put on us, those extra layers, those extra roles and responsibilities to distract us from what we need to do to get closer to you. God, we come against it in the name of Jesus. And we know you're getting ready to do some things for the lives of the women listening to this episode. So, God, we thank you. Thank you for just being who you are. Thank you for being I am. And just continue to show your favor and your mercy and your power on our lives. Come on, Pastor. Amen. Thank y'all for listening. Catch y'all next week. Bye. Peace out. (laughs) 